3: Thats how i feel you know i i gotta say i um uh i i actually wasn't planning on starting it this way but um i uh <laughs> this is this week this week especially i've noticed that the the pandemic has t- is taking a bit of a toll on me and uh it's it's been it's been like mentally it's been a really tough couple of weeks but like this week especially i've i've been feeling it so that uh that mm. let can you guys just, can we just do a group side together? Just, just for me together. One, two, three, inhale.
0: <sighs> it actually does feel good, doesn't it? It does. Mm. It feels so good. Um, mm. Jared, when, <clears throat> when you, I'm, I'm curious when you say Tyler that low, it's been taking, uh, it's been taking a toll on you um, and mentally, like what, like what is what is that looking like compared to, you know, the last year and a half? Um, like why, like what's been noticeably different in the last couple of weeks?
3: Uh, I don't know. I've just been really sad. <clears throat> I've been like really sad lately. I don't know. Just mm. my, you know, I think I, I think like, um, did you guys see that post going around about languishing? Um, uh, <laughs> it was like a, it was like a, yeah. a big sort of, uh, I think New York <laughs> times put out a post on Instagram and it was like languishing. What is that term? I read, <laughs> I read that fucking post and, I, I was like, Oh,
1: that's what I'm feeling right <laughs> now. Like I'm,
0: I'm languishing right now. You, you know, it's like, really funny is that me, <laughs> it's funny that my, I was talking to my dad on the phone this morning and he was like, do you know what languishing means? And I was like, uh, I don't think, I don't think so. And he sent me an article about it, but I haven't read yeah. it yet, but it's really funny that you bring that up.
3: Yeah. Uh, here <clears throat> let's, uh, let me bring it up here. Um, uh do I have it there? Is it are you guys seeing this? languishing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh yep. there's a name for the blah you're feeling. It's called languishing. This is from the New York Times came out a couple days ago. Uh the neglected middle child of mental health can dull your mo- motivation and focus and it may be the dominant emotion of 2021. Um and it just goes on. What's the
1: first What's the first and oldest child of mental health? Depression and anxiety, <laughs> probably.
0: That I would, that would be my so, guess. Yeah. yeah it's uh um, that's the exact article that my dad sent. i mean he actually said he said do you know what the opposite of languishing is i, I which um, i
3: do know do you know Brian? what is and it it's flourishing flourishing that's right which yeah. is a beautiful wor- word isn't it yeah i feel like i'm not flourishing I, and so so yeah. having read what the what the opposite of languishing was i was like oh yeah, like I, I don't feel like I'm, I don't feel like I'm flourishing. I feel like I'm languishing. Oh, we've lost Lauren. Uh, oh
1: my God, Lauren has uh, turned fuck! into three tiny dots. She's completely, <laughs> completely disappeared. I'm languishing. She's, you're, oh my God, you've turned into. Th- you're, are you? Are you trying to tell us something with the movement of your dots?
3: What perfect timing For There's folks, Something
1: wrong with my camera, fo-
3: folks uh, listening. Uh, uh-huh. You can't see this, but if you want to, you can head over to YouTube. And uh, I actually implore you: go to YouTube and uh, check out Sick Boy on YouTube. All of our Feel Good Friday episodes are up there now, and you can watch uh, the silliness play out on your She's computer, back. on your phone, on your on your fucking TV, wherever you wherever you use uh, YouTube.
0: <clears throat> um, Jesus Christ, I was, gonna I was going to say, uh, I thought I was going to have to, I was going to have to animate Lauren this week. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I'm grateful hey. that you're back. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, that wasn't what I was yeah, going to. That's my
2: ploy to get an animation. That wasn't what I was going
3: <laughs> to kick this week off with. Um, but I just, I wanted to get that off my chest. I've been, <clears throat> I've been feeling a little blue, but, um, but it's, it's these gatherings, these weekly gatherings that I have that, uh, and, mm-hmm. and a, a few other things that really are kind of like making make me feel a little bit less languishing and more flourishing so thank you guys Mm -hmm.
0: i'm Um, glad that you brought that (laughs) up and uh and i would love to uh get outside with you in the next couple days and just spend some time hanging out yeah man i would like that too and i just want to tell you that i love hey we
1: all live we all live right um I could spit Are on, you gonna I, cry? Could, I mean, I you wouldn't because there's a pandemic, but I'd spit you know, on you. I could spit on you. We could all spit on each other. I can't wait. On. Don't cry, Jared. I love I, you. I can't <laughs> wait
3: until we can spit on each other again. Um, <clears throat> hey, speaking of languishing, last week, uh, if you didn't listen to the podcast last, last week, we talked about um, <clears throat> a gentleman from excuse me, Saskatoon, Mr. Chris Wenzel. Who, uh, who sadly passed away in 2018. Um, and Chris Wenzel, little, little reminder, um, this was a, uh, a piece, <clears throat> you can see it here, a piece of uh, Chris Wenzel himself. Uh, he, he passed away, but his wife um, uh, framed and, and preserved almost all of his ink, all of his tattoos uh, after he had passed away. And uh, we had a few people and I want to say thank you to those few people that reached out to us about Chris Wenzel and what is going on currently <clears throat> with the family <clears throat> There's updates here. Um, this is from the global news. Friends and family try to get late tattoo artists' preserved skin back. So they're, So they lost. They lost the skin. Of Chris Wenzel. Not lost it as in like, oh, I misplaced it. Lost it as in the repo men showed up and fucking took it. So Sorry for what? Yeah, yeah. So listen to this. Uh, this is coming from Nathaniel Dove uh, at Global. Friends and family of deceased tattoo artists are trying to get his skin back. When Chris Wenzel passed away in 2018, his family had arranged to preserve his heavily decorated skin as a memento. They kept the fragments At the tattoo shop that he founded in Saskatoon called Electric Underground. This is all stuff that we talked about last week. Uh, The shop, unfortunately, last year went bankrupt. Um, And Roundtable Management, the property company, seized what was inside the store, including the skin fragments. An online fundraiser has been started in an attempt to get the shop's contents back. Quote, it's a reminder, it's kind of com- comforting as well to have part of him here still, Wenzel's niece, Nicole Ballantine, said of the preserved skin. Quote, I know a few people in the family still refer to the tattoo preservation as Chris. Ballantine, speaking over Zoom, told Global News the family was heartbroken to lose the tattoos. Leanne Thompson Hill, a family friend, said the goal of raising $35,000 includes the roughly $25,000 owed to the property management firm and an outstanding balance for Wenzel's headstone. So obviously the family came into hard times, uh, went bankrupt, um, fucking lost the shop, lost all the belongings in the shop, lost Chris. Um, she said any of the extra funds raised in the GoFundMe <clears throat> will be used to create a scholarship in Wenzel's memory. She stressed any money donated will go to paying what's owed or potentially the scholarship. She said none will go to the family. Thompson Hill said he, she has communicated with Roundtable Management on behalf of the Wenzel family and said the firm had only discussed returning all the property, not components of it quote he's our friend we want him back she said in a phone interview a lawyer who works in bankruptcy said the firm's seizure of property is common practice and legal even if skin is involved how fucking wild Whoa. is that shit wow um, i mean i guess
1: it's just because it was in it was just in the place
3: I yeah mean, you know
1: obviously there, <clears throat> there there seems to be it it seems logical that there should be like a gray area there that it should be like hey the, it's this. It's his skin. It's, it's human remains, dude. My, it's yeah. it's fucking it's human. My, it's it's. I mean, yeah. you know what would would the same thing apply if 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 she was like, it's my, it's his ashes. If mm-hmm. it was an urn with his ashes, yeah. In, you know, would they, would they would they would they apply the same logic to it or not? I, I, I well,
3: I feel like they probably would though. They they go on here in the article yeah, um, quote uh, the the person the lawyer who works in bankruptcy, said, it's called a distress for rent, Grant Richards said. Quote, so the landlord walks in, seizes everything that belongs to his tenant, and sells it to make back the money owed to them, Richard explains, speaking over Zoom. In a follow-up email, he said, provincial legislation prohibits the sale of human tissue, but that the governing act excludes skin. So you can't technically seize Whoa. and sell human tissue however skin somehow is as a fucking loophole and slides underneath and 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 is is okay to, to sell you know but what's that's, crazy what the did Ed Gein
2: write that law right dude right <laughs> like
3: it, there's something very sick and sinister about it's
1: this. it's one of the it's one of those things where you know the you know when you see a sign that says like don't do this and uh and you look at that sign, you go, wow, that's a weird, that's so weird to have that, to have a notice or a warning there to not do this <laughs> yeah. thing that you obviously yeah. shouldn't do. And then it dawns on you that at some point somebody did that crazy yeah. fucking thing that it's telling you not to do, and that's why the sign is there.
0: And that's why they had to and put And you the think sign about up. that yeah.
1: law and they're like <clears throat> something happened that made somebody write an exception into that law where it was like, but not skin. Yeah.
3: Yeah, he went on to yeah. say, uh, the the lawyer, Grant Richards, went on to say, looks like you are free to sell your skin, so the landlord should be able to seize and sell the tattoos, he wrote. Um, in an email statement, Roundtable Management Chief Operating Officer Rick Court said the firm had been sensitive to the family and the tragedy they faced when losing their dad and husband and when facing a pandemic. With regards to Thompson Hill, uh, Court wrote, they quote, Don't know who this person is, and legally we can only deal with the original owner. Valentin confirmed Thompson Hill's efforts are sup- uh, supported by the family. At the time of publication, the GoFundMe had collected just shy of three thousand dollars. So again, their goal is thirty-five thousand, um, and right now they're just they're sitting at at three three grand. It's, well, if you're listening hey, well, to this and you have a bit of extra yeah.
0: cash. Man, you should... Uh, hey, listen, I want to say, too, i am actually been sitting here harboring a lot of guilt from the way that I spoke about uh, the idea of preserving tattoos I'm glad you're bringing week. this up. I'm glad you're bringing this yeah. up. It was, it I, was, hor- it was I horrific, listened, frankly, right? I do want to say, I believe, that, I believe that the evolution of, of opinions on things is a um, valiant character trait to have, and I listened back to last week's episode. And when I listened back and I heard myself talking quite passionately about why people should not do this, I actually thought, and you, you know what? disgusted with yourself. I, I was wrong. And I just wanted to say it here first. You, I was wrong. I admit it. And you when you brought up that, fucking that piece of art,
1: when you brought
0: up that piece of art, I looked at it and I thought, that is beautiful. And Jer... You know, I'm probably not first in line anymore to get your back piece when you die. But you know, if you if oh, you consider go. at some oh, gonna, point allowing oh, me we, the opportunity gonna, to preserve that and mount it on my wall, I'd you know, <clears throat> I well, really appreciate I, the consideration. I'm I'm glad you brought that up, right? Because I I want to ask what your thoughts are.
3: So so you know, let's say according to this article, property the property management company goes in, seizes all this shit. You know, they've got tattoo guns they've got um furniture shelving they've got you know mm-hmm. uh um <clears throat> framed photos and 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 mirrors and you know lots and lots of stuff that's inside of a, a that you'd find in a tattoo shop totally no problem selling that shit i'm sure right you you auction that stuff off probably pr- pretty easily mm. do you think based off what you were saying last week Bri, do you think somebody out there is is gonna is gonna fucking put put down uh, like hold up the paddle and 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 put in an offer
0: on the back piece, <laughs> Jared. Dude, you I bet only that would go, one go for buyer. a ton. <laughs> you you, you only need one buyer, and you, there's a lot of fucking people out there that that probably think that's pretty cool. And man, uh, you know, people what? are running it, around
1: it, it, out there buying NFTs for <laughs> yeah. millions of I was millions gonna of dollars. I, what I was gonna say like, is
0: what they should do is sell an NFT. Of the back piece, and then they could make their money back, and actually still give the skin back at the same time. I, I, That's really good a idea. idea.
3: I feel like, um, I mean, you know, obviously, the, and the people that wrote into us, they are, the, I think, one of the guys. And I'm so so sorry, folks, that I that I didn't take track of your names. But um, one of them lived in Saskatoon. You know, uh, I, I feel like I feel like the community should should rally together. Fucking buy that buy this giant fucking piece of art and it's pretty and, <laughs> cool and bring it back to Chris's wife. Like, like it, you know, if, if it's going to go up for auction, buy it back and give it yeah. back, you know, give back the back,
1: that back. And if everybody listening to this, uh, show, at least if you have a tattoo and you're, you know, not the, the monstrous version of Brian from last week, then, um, then, you know, donate a buck. And, yeah. uh, yeah. and I mean this, this, uh, this family can get their can get their skin back, which is such a weird thing to come out of my mouth. <laughs> it is really Guys, we could, we could, we could We
0: could also buy it and we could buy it and then we could start our skin museum <laughs> with, with yeah, it as the first, our first, the very piece. first
1: piece. Lo, can you yeah. and can, then, Lo, and can then you
3: go on a little deep NFT. dive and dig into uh, can you see if you can find um what the where the because the link the, it's really I mean I guess what is this like a is can Global Not link to the GoFundMe like is that is that journalistically not okay? I feel like I feel like um, um yeah uh what's his name uh our our buddy over at the Global Mail uh Andre Picard would have would have been like I'll put that shit in there, you know? Like yeah cuz <laughs> he's a he's a fucking rebel. wild man. <laughs> He doesn't give a. F- he doesn't a fuck. Yeah. Uh, see if you can find it low and see see where they're where they're sitting at right now with it because I I would like to know and 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 you know what let's we'll put it in the show notes uh, the link to the to the GoFundMe because man just think just think about it, you know it's one thing to lose your father your partner your your friend um, and then stack on top of that a fucking global pandemic. And on top of that, losing your business. Like I really, really like I, I'm feeling for, mm-hmm. for the Wenzel family and, and, uh, and that community. Cause I, it, that's, that's a sad thing to see, you know? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard. Hey guys, um, uh, uh, I'm
0: going to, I'm going to commit to donating to that. GoFundMe uh, in lieu of my comments last week. Dude, that's that's a good idea so you should funny. cover
1: all of our donations because that's uh that's how horrible your comments were <laughs> um before we uh before we move on to the next piece there another update um from a past story that we talked about on the show that we need to uh clear up oh yeah is yeah, yeah yeah a couple two or three weeks ago uh we were talking about well fuck that was before the shutdown so yeah but three weeks ago maybe three or four weeks ago we were talking about the study where they looked at the benefit of taking uh, psilocybin as uh, for to treat depression, uh, mm-hmm. and, and in a study that was a controlled study with two groups, one was on psilocybin, the other was on an anti, uh, like a well-known antidepressant, and we fucked something up because we were talking about the milligrams of psilocybin, and to us. We were equating the milligrams of psilocybin to the actual, like, weight of mushrooms that we're familiar with. Yeah. Um, So we were like, "Oh, if you took uh, twenty-five milligrams of psilocybin, and you know, uh, a a a a gram of mushrooms is is you know is barely enough to make you high." Um, then they then the psilocybin would have you know very little psychoactive effect in this study where they were giving this what we thought was a very low amount of psilocybin.
3: Boy, we're we wrong. But,
1: um, Jer, you you came upon that, and um, if you want to yeah. kind of dive into that and the 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 like the correction on the dosages. Yeah, there. yeah.
3: So I was doing a little bit of research for uh, an upcoming project, and um, what they are referring to in those studies is twenty five milligrams of pure psilocybin. Now that. It, uh, you you would take that and compare that to like two and a half grams of dried psilocybin mushrooms. So so that uh, was the
1: that was the balance.
3: <clears throat> that yeah, that's about that's about what it would like sort of break down to be. Now that now I got that information from Ish. from you know y- like you know it was like a Eurowid form or something like that. But uh, but uh, it seemed to it seemed to make, In that make more sense. Um so mm. this past uh this past weekend I actually just out of pure uh <clears throat> um curiosity uh I I I took 2.5 dry grams <laughs> of mushrooms and I was like oh yeah <laughs> You felt it. it. You'd feel that. It was. It was. It was a decent amount. So I could, and I can see how that would actually make quite a difference for someone who you know might be uh, might be treatment resistant or something when it comes to depression. So that that is that is very very interesting. Um, And and the
1: important part there is is that our entire conversation around that really centered around our misunderstanding of twenty five milligrams of psilocybin being a, an imperceivable psychoactive amount mm. and because the conversation really focused around the medicinal impact that we thought psilocybin could have even at a level where it had no perceivable uh, psychoactive effect so yeah that shit's and, perceivable and that, and, that, and that that was a, that and that, that was amazing yeah. so we were talking about how incredible it is that you could take it and we specifically made reference to i've specifically made reference to likening it to the, you know, when you get a headache, you take an Advil, you don't, ne- you don't recognize the effect of the Advil, you recognize the absence of the headache that the Advil is treating. That's right. Um, And that mm. was, um, that was fucking stupid. Yeah. So, yeah. Which is kind of, which is also uh, a bit of a stretch of an
0: analogy anyway, because Advil is not psychoactive. Even That's in, right. Even in well, large doses, well, it would fuck you yes. up in large yeah. doses, but it's not going to like make you uh, meet your maker. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: but I mean, like, likening it to that, the the uh, the fact that you take the you imperceivable take amount, not yeah. not not to, not to feel it, but to feel the absence of the thing that it's treating.
3: Um, right. uh, just uh, just a throwback there to, uh, and thanks, Lo, for doing the work on this. Uh, we got the GoFundMe here, so if you want to find the GoFundMe, just Google "Help Recover Chris Wenzel Remains." And it's under GoFundMe. They've raised now. They're they're at fifty seven hundred, uh, which is That's which sweet. is pretty radical. So um, <clears> no <clears it's> longer accepting <throat> nice donations, though. That, uh, oh, is that what it says? Oh, interesting. Yeah, I wonder what the, the what the deal is there. Man, guys, we got to get to the mm. fucking bottom of this. This is so so fascinating. I don't know what's going on. So uh, very interesting indeed. Um. <laughs> uh. Well, let's move on to the next thing. This is uh. This. Shit, blew my fucking mind. Okay, you all know that uh, I have an affinity (laughs) and a a deep love for all things space. Um, I mean, Christ, I've got a giant tattoo on my back that is a bunch of UFOs flying around. Um, I I had the I had the the absolute privilege and pleasure of traveling around the world. Some people might not know this, but I, I I got to travel around the world with astronaut Chris Hadfield uh, a number of years ago for a film project that I was doing, um, where basically I, I got to watch Chris train for his mission to become the, the uh, commander for the International Space Station. And um, uh, I mean, it was wild. Like I was in Kazakhstan standing next to Chris and uh, David Saint-Jacques, who's also another Canadian astronaut. Um, and we watched a Soyuz launch uh, uh, That's that, so cool. that month's team into space. Um, now, since then, David Saint-Jacques has been up in the ISS. Um, uh, Commander Chris Hadfield had actually commanded the, the ISS, which is pretty fucking cool. Um, so, you know, astronauts, I, like, I would love, I, I would love, I, I, I've fantasized about the idea of being an astronaut my whole life. However, living with cystic fibrosis, that is likely not possible. But, uh, our good friend, Katie Frankentooth over in, uh, over in Vancouver texted me the other day, uh, a link to a CBC article.
1: <clears throat>
3: this is a from children's Nicole. wish. Is it a make a wish thing? Oh fuck. No, no. This <laughs> is way cooler, but that would be fucking cool. <laughs> uh, this is from Nicole Mortillero at the CBC, uh, title of this article is astronauts with disabilities can apply to Europe's space agency for the first time. Oh, cool. Um, so since humans have began their presence in space, only about 550 people have been in orbit around our planet, which is pretty wild to think. Uh, that's because astronauts are considered the elite, well-educated, I can check that one off, (laughs) you know, Uh, in peak physical health and skilled. The peak physical health thing, I'll put that to the side. Skilled, I've got lots of skills. Um, So, you know, I feel like I'm kind of in the running. Uh, There has been, however, a group who have been left out of the running, no matter how well educated, fit or skilled they are, people with physical disabilities. The ESA or the European Space Agency is aiming to change that. Excuse me. In its most recent recruitment call for... Hit the mute button, why don't you? Christ, I know. (laughs) It's its okay, you In its most recent recruitment call uh, for four to six astronauts, the agency announced its Parastronaut Feasibility Project, aimed at including candidates with some physical disabilities. Aside from fulfilling rigorous requirements which include having a master's degree or higher in natural sciences, medicine, engineering, mathematics, or computer science. I don't think I have any of those. Uh, The astronaut (laughs) candidates can apply if they have a lower limb deficiency, for example, due to amputation or congenital limb uh, uh, deficiency. Uh, They have a leg length differential or they are of short stature, which, which technically means... Uh, under 130 centimeters, which rounds out to be about four foot one. So, uh, Uriel, okay, your mom could actually probably apply. She
1: could. She yeah. Uh, she, she 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 more than she more than clears that. <laughs> oh, does she clear that? When you okay. said
0: when you said short stature, four I one? thought you were going to say un- <clears throat> for an average male under five eight, and I was going to be like, fuck. <laughs> no, they're so talking sad. like yeah. they're talking like real <laughs> short. So like
3: so someone with dwarfism <laughs> technically. Um, could apply to to be a, an ESA astronaut. Um, they, I, I went and checked out the Para Astronaut Project uh, on ESA's website. This is uh, this is one of the graphics that they had here. Again, if you want to watch this, go to YouTube and check out Sick Boy. Uh, Para Astronaut Project, the, a part of ESA's commitment to enhance inclusiveness and fair representation, the agency is launching the Para Astronaut Feasibility Project to assess the conditions for including astronauts with disabilities to work in space. This project is a new endeavor for Europe and a global first. The feasibility project aims at offering professional spaceflight opportunities to a wider pool of talents, starting with selected disabilities to have a thorough understanding of the potential changes, or sorry, challenges in terms of safety and operations in space, the scope of Disabilities may then be extended, aiming at broader inclusion. So you see in this uh, very cute little photo here, there's a woman in the background really who's who's quite tall, 170 centimeters, but she has a
0: um, prosthetic Oscar
1: Pistorius uh, prosthetic.
0: Yeah. Uh, you have to the <laughs> yeah. right of her... I don't think we refer to them as that anymore. No. I no. feel like... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's canceled. He's out.
3: Um. Uh, to the right of her, you can see a woman who has uh, differential between uh, her her uh, her right her left and right leg, and then to the left, we've got a a, a guy there a, a little a little fella a little person uh, who is under he looks like he's just under a uh, hundred and just just about one hundred and ten uh, centimeters there. Uh. So so again, they 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 outline the types of disabilities that they are. Um, allowing to apply. And um, um, this is in the principle of diversity and inclusiveness. Lucy VanderTass, head of talent acquisition at ESA. This is what she said. Uh, In particular, Vandertas said that only one of the six astronauts from the last recruitment call was a woman, something they're trying to address by getting more women to apply. Women only account for 15.5% of applicants. They're aiming to increase that number to 50% while making the entire process more inclusive. She's uh, quoted saying, so we're making a big push to attract more women to apply. At the same time, the discussion started insofar as no one has ever put somebody with a disability in space. And why not? And if we don't start now, it's never going to happen. So if you are in the uh, European uh, location of the the world. The vacancy closes on May twenty eighth, <laughs> with the final selection announced in October, two thousand and twenty two. Um, how fucking how fucking rad is that?
1: Yeah, that's really um, it's really cool because it's really cool because I I from from one standpoint you understand why the restriction was there before, but then you go, oh, there was it was like a blanket a blanket thing. Like, there's obviously mm. things that happen when you are out in space that you know any number of disabilities would prevent you from being able to do whether it's like quick enough safe enough you know any number of things but then but then recognizing that it's not like like everything it's not a blanket and Mm -hmm. it's not it's not that you know no matter what you that depending on you know what kind of disability you live with you might not be affected at all in, in the duties that are required when you're, when you're on the space station or, yeah. well, I was going to say in a space shuttle, but that's not even a fucking thing anymore.
3: Yeah, well, at the, no. the current plan, uh, which has a 1 million euro budget, is to reassess hardware, uh, training, and other mission elements to determine what modifications may be needed to ensure that people with physical disabilities are able to operate safely in space. Quote, safety is a big deal in space and the safety of all participants, Vander Tassel said. Quote, also, there are there's a lot of work that needs to be done in space. So uh, the person will also need to be able to contribute to the activities that they have done up there, um, mm. which, you know, it obviously. Sounds
1: like uh, it's, that was a it, so go ahead, Brian. It
0: It's cool because it sounds like so with this being a feasibility study, it basically sounds like they're looking into what they need to do to make being an astronaut more accessible to not just in, you know, like increasing the applicant pool and offering the potential Mm -hmm. to interview to more people. It's like actually looking into what needs to be done on the space station, on the spaceships, Mm -hmm. um, in the training facilities and all of those places to actually take a step towards making it more accessible. Mm. The, the downside is all we need is that, we we just need them to take away the education element and allow dumb people to go to space and then we can all go yeah that's right yeah well just- you know what
1: Brian there actually was this one instance in i can't remember i think it was 1998 or 1999 nasa did this fucking this crazy thing there was so okay fuck there was this asteroid it was coming towards earth and it was like this big scary asteroid. It was like zooming really, really, really fast. And oh yeah, yeah. NASA. So NASA got together a ragtag crew um, hmm. of uh, oil rigger guys, um, headed by a super, super handsome um, guy re- with a really yeah, beautiful yeah, daughter. That. And I Ooh. believe Ben Affleck was doing. Um, The oil rig thing at the time. Anyway, they got this whole ragtag crew together that were drilling guys, and uh, they had no idea what to do, but it turns out that they were even smarter than the NASA people, and then they put them up (laughs) into space within like five days, and they totally... Um, they totally Sa- saved the earth they from, saved, from, yeah. The, yeah, they from saved the planet. Uh, it's it's, I, a, it's yeah. a shame that there's
0: not more statues of him around. I feel like uh, mm-hmm. yeah. that was a really deserving yeah. feat of being uh, you know cemented in time. Yeah. When yeah. I when yeah, I read yeah. this
3: article, you know what it reminded me of? R.I.P. Bruce. Uh, this article reminded me of our conversation with uh, Jim over in uh, BC. Who Jim has no has way. dwarfism, and um, <laughs> no. and uh, and Jim, I remember Jim like basically telling us all about the the way that that him and his family modified their their place um, to to make things more I was accessible. About
1: to bring that up just a minute ago, oh, yeah, is, yeah, yeah, you know,
3: oh, I was you, thinking you old about dog too. you. Yeah, well, <laughs> I figured, I figured, um, I figured thinking about that made me want to want to chime in with uh with the the fam over over in uh victoria um so so i actually uh, i have caden here with us right now oh, jim's, no jim's son uh let's <laughs> uh let's throw to caden here one second Hanging out with us all the way from over in BC. Uh, Caden, what's up, buddy? Oh, not too much. Just been uh, hanging out with school. How are you guys
4: doing?
1: Your voice is like ten <laughs> octaves lower than it was. the I last. was going to say you're <laughs> a fucking man now. <laughs> a bit. What? I th- what was that? How old I think are you now? Eleven. Eleven. Yeah. 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 You've hit puberty. Five now. years ago.
3: How about that? Look at you. <laughs> you're a grown man now. <laughs> Fuck. Look at you.
0: Caden,
3: uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, 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 for for the folks who are newish to Sick Boy, um, g- give us a little intro as to who you are and uh, and and what uh, what disability that you have
4: so my name's Kaden tonight i 'm uh, sixteen years old, and I have a rare condition called splenolo-epiphyseal dysplasia congenita or SCD for short no pun intended so basically that just <laughs> means I have a really small skeleton so I stand at about three foot three now, so some of my main problems are like scoliosis, hip dysplasia, and neck fusion was one of my first surgeries, so I just actually am still recovering from uh, spinal fusion from I don't know the vertebrae, but I had a ninety degree curve of scoliosis and then lordosis. So they uh went in and straightened that for me. So I'm just recovering from that surgery still.
3: Well you you uh you uh, look fucking great. Oh and look who's here it's your fucking here's dad Jim yeah. <laughs> yeah. tonight. What's going on, Jim? How are you buddy? Good. How are you? We're great man. We're really great. So Jim, if you're you're just coming in here, I was I was just explaining to the crew that um, that the European Space Agency has just opened up um, applications for potential astronauts, uh, but for the very first time, they've actually uh, they're they're allowing for people who live with uh, physical disabilities to apply, and one of the one of the um, types of physical disabilities that they are allowing people to apply with are people who are uh, who are uh, uh, below the height of, what was it that I said? 130 centimeters, I believe, which um, you, the two of you would, would most certainly fall under that uh, umbrella. Uh, So I guess my, my question to both of you is uh, have either of you ever had dreams of going to space and
0: Jim, so. Jim, you're too old. Yeah, James yeah, the only one who has a chance. <laughs> hey man, hey man, Chris, Hadfield, Chris Hadfield
3: was up there when he went up. Jim, you're not too old, not, not, not to me. Don't listen to Brian; he's a fucking piece of shit. Uh, would Would you guys uh, Would you guys ever have like a, a dreams of going to space one day?
5: Gravity is my biggest nightmare, my biggest uh, obstacle. So anywhere, anywhere without gravity, I'd be game.
3: Yeah, yeah, totally (laughs) right. I didn't even think about that. Of course, yeah. I guess things would be a lot easier, uh, kind of floating around up there, more accessible too. I guess
5: for sure, we could just float up to your height and chat away. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, (laughs) it's
1: it's so crazy because we were sitting here and Jer and was like Jer was going through the going through everything there and 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 sort of um, the like I was kind of thinking about the 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 engineering of, of how they would like adapt equipment and adapt, um, like Brian, you said the training programs and everything. And, and that was like a, that was, you know, we, we, we sat down with the two of you like really early on in doing the podcast. Mm -hmm. And, and especially early on when we were doing the podcast, we were having aha moments all the time because we were talking with people that were living with things that we had never talked about known about, knew anything about. Um, and, and we learned so much from you. And one Ooh. of those, one of those things was the way that like, the way that we have built the world to not really be that inclusive Ooh. and that, and that you have been able to, um, like really tailor, uh, like the, the building of some things in your home in really cool ways to that, so that things make sense for you. Um, and I think that that's really cool. And your jeep, yeah. and I just think it's really cool that um, that 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 sort of like ethos is we're now seeing it in this on this like huge stage of, mm. of something like the European Space Agency.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you guys feel that way though? Do you feel like you've you've seen? I mean, it's been probably four years since we chatted. Like, has there been noticeable changes in the last few years, or do you still feel like things are? Progress is. Slow. It's a tall man's world.
3: Yeah, it's,
0: it's, it, I think is what it, Brian was going for there.
5: Yeah, no, for sure. Um, for us, the progress isn't really noticeable because we don't fall into the categories of accessibility. So when people think of accessibility, you know, it's usually wheelchairs mm. or um, you, you know, even disability washrooms and stuff. You know, they don't work for us. So um, right. I guess, yeah, we just don't fit the the usual criteria for accessibility design except for you know Mm. anything without stairs of course is good
3: Mm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and how have things been since we talked to you guys Caden had just uh, mentioned that he's recovering from surgery Jim how are things with you
5: um you know my I've I've had quite a bit of health struggles the last five years probably um you know good things and bad breathing is the biggest problem and I could probably uh, get some tips for strengthening my lungs with Jeremy but uh Um, you know, breathing is my biggest issue right now. Not even the height.
0: Yeah, right, right. Jared could give you some good tips, um, but he he doesn't follow them himself anyway. So don't come to Yeah, don't exactly. ask, it don't just ask be, be, me. Jim. I'm the. It fucking, would just be I'm, some I'm, advice. I'm not the. I'm not the steroids, right one to talk to. Steroids and alcohol. <laughs> yeah, that's it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> cheers, <laughs> cheers to that. Yeah, I gotta say, cheers to that. Uh,
0: uh, man, uh, I just want to say, I'm 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 super. I know that we're recording a podcast right now, but uh, I I really have fond memories of meeting you guys and. Uh, jared didn't tell us that we were going to be chatting with you today and i'm just like it's genuinely a, really yeah, yeah. i'm just really happy to see you it was a it's nice little uh, surprise he means yeah, that he great. means that he kept
1: it a secret that's right i did <laughs> he didn't forget to tell us <laughs> <laughs> no and
5: uh, yeah. caden caden contacted me because he got the message so he was in school and he texted me right away he was all excited and yeah i mean we think you guys are great we follow you right from the start so it's uh it's great to catch up
3: well speaking of school
0: caden, man how's uh, yeah i was gonna ask I, I, how's school been going uh uh for you like especially with surgery and stuff and and i guess covid and and everything has has been okay
4: um yes and no the hardest part so i just went back to school two weeks ago that was my first day back to in-class learning so the hardest part is i had to move to online learning um because of covid mainly for the first probably month and a half it was still recovering from surgery but with COVID and our susceptibility to it and his very like he's very sick, even if he just gets a flu. So it wasn't a risk worth ta- risk worth taking. Mm. So I moved to online mm. school and I mean, it was OK. I found it a lot harder. I'm just more of a in-person kind of you have to show me how to do things a little bit. So I, I found that you. a bit hard. Ooh. But I'm yeah. back in school in Ooh. class now. And so I've got my hardest classes. I've got pre-cal and law. So they're my hard classes, but they're in person. So it makes it a bit easier, which is nice.
3: Pre-cal. That's so I, I guess the next question is, uh, what are your plans? You're 16. You're getting, you know, you're getting close to that, uh, that time where you, you might have to start thinking about what comes after, <clears throat> after high school. Are you planning to get a master's degree or higher in natural sciences, medicine, engineering, mathematics, or computer science, as that is what astronauts need? Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> well, now that I know that I could go to space maybe one day, but no, I think my goal is probably business school or graphic design, something along those lines. Awesome.
3: Well, guys, we, cool. we think about you often. Uh, we, are, we root for you always and, and forever. And I, I want to I take a, a second here to give you uh, the floor to, uh, to, to plug whatever you guys are up to. I know that, uh, Caden, you're, you're big on the vlog thing. And, uh, and you, guys, you guys even started getting into the podcast realm. Uh, what, uh, how can people find you? How can people stay up to date with what's going on in Jim and Caden's world?
4: Uh, yeah, on Instagram, I'm at Tonike and he's at Jim JimTonike. You can also follow us at The Short Zone Podcast um, or just The Short Zone, I think it is. And then, yeah, we started on a podcast about a year ago now. We just did one season. We dropped seven
5: shows and then hopefully we're going to do it again.
4: Yeah, yeah. Hopefully we start that up again. And, you know, I'd say I'm a vlogger, but I haven't done a video in like two years. So I guess I don't own that title
2: anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah,
4: pre- pretty much just on Instagram and that kind of thing.
3: Sweet. Well, it, Sweet. Uh, it was a real pleasure to be able to sit down and chat with the two of you for a brief moment. There it really does mean a lot. And, uh, and again, keep us updated with what you guys are up to. We, we we're big fans.
5: No, we'd like to keep in touch. It's great. Great to see you guys and all the best.
3: Yeah.
0: All right. Take yeah, care, for sure. guys.
4: Thank you for giving me a call.
3: We'll get, we'll get, yeah. No yeah. So we'll get some beers you.
0: when this is over. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah,
4: Anytime you're on the
3: island. <laughs> all right, guys, we'll talk soon. <laughs>
0: okay. Bye. See you guys.
3: Oh, how about that? That was, that was that's so great. Wasn't that a fun time?
0: Love that. So- that's uh, oh. That's great. Um, that's super sweet.
3: So yeah, so so I I'm glad I'm glad we were able to uh to make that uh that little surprise happen. Um and uh uh who knows? Fuck, maybe in in 2022 when Caden is uh or uh, what would he be now? 16, 17, 18 uh like 17 or 18 years old, maybe well, maybe he'll be one of the first CSA astronauts <laughs> to uh to hit the training program. Just got to hit those books, kid.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, Jeremy, you're really uh, you're
1: really forcing it down his throat there. Like, <laughs> I just want to hey, see. Kate. It.
0: Hey, Kate. Hey, Kate. He said he wanted to. He said he wanted to go I to business school or be a graphic need, designer. you yeah. know, not I need not this. everybody I need needs this. to be an astronaut. Well, <laughs> you know, you're
2: like a dad living vicariously through his kids. <laughs> that's it. That's it. I just want to see someone <laughs> for, I just, for I just, me. I just
3: want to see someone do it.
2: Yeah. Um,
3: <laughs> are you guys ready for this week's segment of? What the hell? All
0: right, right.
3: Uh, here we go. Um, Okay, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. uh, I'm gonna do this uh, this way. Um, Can you guys? I'm gonna start with a question. Um, and let's do this. Uh, Brian, (laughs) Brian, this one's for you. Can you tell me what this is? It's an energy drink. An energy drink. What's it called? Nas. Nas energy drink. Okay. Uh Taylor, can you tell me what this is? Uh, I'll make your car go real fast. What is it? <laughs> That's Nas. Noss. Um Okay, Lauren, can you tell me the difference between this and this?
1: Uh
2: one of them you probably sh- should put not in your mouth and one of them you can, but it's probably still gross,
0: but they would both
2: fit up your asshole for sure.
1: Yes.
3: That is a, that is a uh, ding, ding, ding to all of that. So uh, what we just looked at there for the folks who couldn't see it, uh, a big fat bottle of NOS energy drink, uh, which is a monster energy drink uh, brand of energy drink. Uh, We also saw a smaller bottle of NOS, same name, Um. Uh. Which is a same logo. Nos. Uh. Octane booster racing formula, uh, which is which is something that you put in your car to make it go real fast. Actually, do you guys want to see what it does when you put it in your car? Uh, Definitely. (laughs) All
0: right.
5: Yes, Daddy.
0: Oh man. R. I. P. Paul Walker. Hell yeah.
3: Going fast. Oh. Uh oh! Uh oh! Yeah, so there we go. <laughs> that the uh, that's what NOS does. So this is a this is a case study um, that I came across titled "Toxic Boost: Acute Reversible Neurotoxicity After Ingestion of Methyl Magnes Tricarbonyl." You know what? <clears throat> mm-hmm. I don't know how to pronounce mm-hmm. that word, so I'm just gonna get a robot to do it for me. Methylcyclopentalinol. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um a methyl- cyclopenthal- well. be- <laughs> Magnes tribocarbonyl. Uh, it is or, or let's just say MMT. So MMT is an organ uh, an organic omnitalic compound. Sorry, sorry, an organ omnitalic compound. First synthesized in the 1950s. Uh, it's used as a gasoline additive for its anti-knock properties. And what I think anti-knock is, is basically what we just saw in that fucking Fast and Furious clip. It, it makes your shit go fast. Um, and it's used in racing engines and industrial and farm vehicles. Um, MMT has been used in the United States since 1995. NOS Octane Booster is comprised of 5% MMT. So this bottle right here, this is comprised of 5% MMT, as well as kerosene and petroleum distillates. Distillates. Uh, human ingestion okay. of MMT has not previously been reported. Okay? So that's what we're looking at. I, I, little
0: introduction okay. I, I see where this is going um, those are two man, very similar him, looking models. oh no with, with well two very <laughs> similar looking logos
3: now while we're while we're introing this i will also say and this is straight out of the fucking i love reading these case studies man they're so great <laughs> this is from the this is also in the introduction uh nos high performance energy drink is a drink inspired by the Octane Booster and produced by the Monster Beverage Corporation. Until 2015, this drink was sold and packaged in... Sorry, sold in packaging that very closely mimicked that of NOS Octane Booster. Mm. Oops, that's not what I wanted. I wanted this (laughs) here.
1: And sold in auto body shops everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, right?
3: So so I think you can see where this is going. Uh, The case report... (laughs) <laughs> A 54-year-old man, 54 years oh, old, no. uh, presented old. to an emergency department with seizures and agitation two hours after drinking 12 ounces
0: of NOS Octane Booster Racing Formula. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, wait, wait.
2: 12 How, ounces?
0: How do you drink 12 ounces and not go, mm, this uh, doesn't quite taste like an energy drink? This guy- <laughs> This kind of tastes like kerosene dude, and- so. And- MMT? Two things here, right? A... You ever
1: seen the, the gasoline challenge? Uh, yeah. So
3: A, <laughs> this dude is obviously in an environment where there is um, MMT, like bottles of NOS Octane Booster kicking around. Okay. So I'm guessing... And, and he was like really thirsty for a fucking NOS performance energy drink. <laughs> this guy must have been... On a fucking deadline, right? Or something. And he was just like, I need, like, I need, guys, I need it. I need, I need this, I need, I a I, disc, I need I this can't. kind of energy right now. Like, I,
0: <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> guys, <laughs> guys, I'm a pretty open minded person, but I can't oh imagine the scenario where where this happens because you said, like, maybe he's around a place where dude, these, well, I can't, maybe he's kicking around. He has Florida, to that, around dude? a place. If you're around a place where the NOS cans are kicking around, don't you think not to drink something that might Dude, look like here. that? I'll like, tell you
1: exactly where this happened. This could happen in Florida, Alabama, <laughs> Mississippi, Tennessee, <laughs> South Carolina. Hey,
3: I just want to say whatever. <laughs> hey, Taylor's don't forget there, Arkansas. I, we, all, we have lots of <laughs> listeners in all those places and we love all of you. Um, <laughs>
1: That's
3: true. Uh, so his girlfriend brought the empty bottle and reported that he drank the product, believing it to be an energy drink. The patient took no medications and had no past medical history. So this guy, clean as a whistle, unfortunately mistakes a bottle of NOS Octane Booster for NOS Performance Energy Drink. Downs fucking 12 ounces of the fucker. The patient (laughs) had generalized tonic-clonic seizure shortly after arrival to the emergency department, for which he received uh, lorazepram. Lorazepam. Uh, after a second seizure, he was intubated for airway protection and sedated with midazolam and fentanyl. Uh, the oh, only man. other treatment he received was IV fluids. Vital signs after intubation were um, heart rate of 55, blood pressure of 123 over 83, a uh, 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 PR, which That's is good. The, oh, so our respiratory rate of 16, and O2 sat stat, stat of 90%, and a temperature of 37. So like... You know, after intubation, good. he was doing pretty good. Good. Uh, that was a metazolam. Yeah, sure. yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> laboratory studies showed an elevated anion gap of 24. No clue what that is. If you are a listener and you know, write it in letters at sickboypodcast.com. dot com. Um, but were otherwise unremarkable. Urine Looking drug at you, st- urine drug screen was positive for benzodiazepines and cannabinoids. Two hours after admission the patient had another generalized seizure and was switched to propofol for sedation. So they sedated him again after his fourth seizure. Uh, I believe we're up to fourth seizure. No, sorry, third. The following day, so he was overnight, the following day he had a fourth seizure after they decreased the dosage of sedation medications. The patient was then successfully extubated four days after ingestion. So I believe that is they removed the intubation four days later. But remained confused and atoxic for one more day. Um, he came to. He denied self harm intent and confirmed that he had mistaken. I'm, I'm sorry for laughing. He had mistaken the octane booster for the energy drink. He was discharged home without further incident. Uh, and no. just just to say this, like just to make sure this is clear, the regional poison control center reported the similar packaging to the FDA's MedWatch reporting system. Um, it is
0: crazy that it they has were to be to the do same. That. It's, it's fucking wild. Yeah, like,
2: it has to be the same brand. Yeah,
3: it, it it's is the but same no, brand. Yeah,
0: no, it, no, no, it's not. Those are t- they're two different. they're it's passable because of the gaps in the right. in the logo and the italic oh, right. the uh, italicization, uh, people, of the text on the it, it's dude. it's very Floridians, easily. Floridians mistaken don't know that for sure people yeah. get sued for less. <clears throat> well, so yeah, uh, sure, I guess I sure. guess
3: after 2015 they changed the the packaging a little bit, but still um, pretty close. I mean, it's funny. I don't know if I told this story on the podcast before. I'll I'll make it really quick, but um definitely wasn't as bad of a scenario for myself, but there was a time when I was in high school, I was at my uh, at my my high school girlfriend at the time, Katie. I was at Katie's house, like her so her parents' house. Um, we were watching a movie downstairs and I was like, you know, it was the middle of summer. I was like, Katie, I'm going to go upstairs and grab a drink. <clears throat> and she was like, yeah, sure. No, I, I went upstairs this. into the kitchen and on the kitchen counter, there's a giant um, pitcher, like a, a, like a clear plastic pitcher of green liquid. And next to the pitcher of the green liquid was like apple flavored, green apple flavored Kool-Aid. So... One plus one equals two. There's Kool-Aid in the pitcher. I take a <clears throat> giant glass, toss a few ice cubes in there, swirl it around just make sure it's nice and cold. Take a couple, like, and I'm talking a couple of big-ass fucking gulps. Like, I just went, go, go,
1: go, 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 go. 12 ounces.
3: And there was like a, <clears throat> there was a, yeah, probably about 12 ounces. And there was a, there was a weird, a weird non-taste to it. You know, like, you know when you're expecting water, but you get vodka
1: mm-hmm.
3: <clears throat> yeah it wasn't that extreme but it was like it was that sort of like that moment of hesitation where you go wait wait whoa, whoa. this is this isn't what i ordered and, and then uh, you were
0: like they just didn't mix enough powder in and then you finish the glass well so that's what i was actually thinking i was
3: like what the fuck is this weak ass kool-aid <laughs> <laughs> and so i was weak, smelling it and i was ass. like what the fuck so i went downstairs and i was like katie um what the fuck is this and she was like, a Kool-Aid? And I was like, I thought so, but it doesn't taste like kool Like, taste it. She was like- You gave it Here, try it. Yeah, I was like, you tasted. it. She was like, hold on a second. And she, we went upstairs, and um, she then saw the Kool-Aid. She saw the pitcher. But then she also saw, which I did not clue in, there was a, a canister of miracle Grow on the counter. And, and she went, uh-oh, <laughs> and called out to her mom. Her mom comes down. And Katie's like, Jeremy drank a bunch of this. Is this, what is this? And, and Katie's mom was like, oh no, that was miracle Grow. Oh, so we no, called, no no, we, no, 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 no. We called Poison Control and, uh, and Katie's mom <laughs> was like, okay, so, so I, I've got a, I've got a boy here. He drank, he drank quite a bit of, of miracle Grow. I'm looking on the, the packaging here. I'm not really sure what to do. And the woman was like, okay, uh, how much did he drink? She was like. I think like, you know, he drank half a glass and the the woman was like, okay, okay. And how old is the child, ma'am? And she was like, "Uh, 17. And she, the lady on the fucking, on the phone just started laughing. And goes, yeah, tell him, tell him you might grow an inch or two overnight, but everything else is fine. And hung up the phone, uh, and we realized it's okay to drink Miracle gro essentially. Is that so,
0: mm. so? Is that a job where the person at Poison Control just has like this Rolodex of different uh, fluids or like things that can be ingested, and just like goes through and looks at it and is like, "Oh, he, yeah, 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 yeah. No, that one's okay. But if they would have had this one, then they're fucked." I like, doubt is that a job? I know it's
3: a, I doubt it's a Rolodex. It's probably like a, you know, if you go like if you just talk to a pharmacist. They know. It's they know more what's like up. An education. You, you know, they're, they an got education. a fucking yeah. They got an education, a brain full of knowledge that they just <laughs> right. They yeah, yeah, just lay on you. just yeah, yeah, smart. People. <laughs> they, they they could be astronauts. You know, they're they're fucking <laughs> it, <smarty pants. laughs> yeah. it turns out oh, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah.
0: a it's just like a day long training, and you can do that job. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. nah, you're good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So how fucking man, wild is that though, man? Poor guy, fucking drinking a bunch of nos. I'd have to say that would be the worst, poor one of the worst ways to go. One of the worst yeah. ways to go would be ingesting something mistakenly, mm. Mm. Oh. and then, yeah. and, then <clears throat> and then knowing then for it. a few minutes what you did, and then having to sit yeah. with that, and then suffering the consequences. How, How much? Well, oh, it's like
1: the scene in uh, it's like the scene into the in, into the wild, the final scene when he yeah. realizes yeah. that he ingested the, uh, the wrong Super berries.
3: Trim. Yeah. How much kerosene like, oh, does it take to kill you if you drink it? <laughs> I God, thought that you Jay, could drink I wish, I wish
1: you had the. I wish you had the human giant skit of the gasoline challenge. Like that, <laughs> yeah. that, that shit is but, so uh, funny. But
0: but can't you like? Isn't there the the fire breathers that they? I mean, I'm sure that they just put it in their mouth and don't put it into their stomach. Yeah, that, they like, don't. I mean, I don't think they swallow it though. It's. I mean, it's. It's probably like.
3: It's probably not great for your enamel, but uh, uh, maybe it's but, a guy on Guinness Book of World Records or something that does it. <laughs> Uh, kerosene can <laughs> cause death up to a month after consumption. Whoa. Depending on the, qu- the quantity swallowed. Here are the effects of kerosene in humans. Inhalation. Damage to the airways and lungs. Eyes. Kerosene can be cause blindness. If swallowed, abdominal pain, may vomit blood and have bloody stool. Gee, whoa, whoa, carumba. Uh, If absorbed into the bloodstream, yeah. can lower blood pressure Too very day. rapidly, which can damage the heart. Um... Yeah, I mean, but it doesn't really say how much will kill you. I guess it doesn't really matter. Just don't drink it.
1: Do you guys remember that yeah, fucking don't, don't Remember do that it.
3: weird thing when a bunch of kids were um eating Tide Pods? Guys, yeah, do you remember yeah. that? It was like no, the Tide Pod yeah. Challenge. Do you remember that, Lo?
2: I do. Tide delicious. Pod Challenge?
3: Tide Pod Challenge. Did you participate? No, fuck no. No. Pe- no, people, I think I think, Lauren some peop- is. I think this people like three died from it.
2: Well, it's like a concern for poison control, right? Because like uh, for, for older kids, they know they're, they know it's detergent, but young kids, they just see something that's bright colored that fits in their mouth. And so Mm. put in their mouth, dude. Yeah. And Tide pods
3: are Tide pods are fucking tasty looking. Like if you ever, that's
1: when you know that you've got your, like your marketing and design team is killing it literally and figuratively. (laughs)
3: Like who, who actually, here's a, here's a great little photo here to give you a, uh, to give you a little bit of a, an idea of what this looks like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but actually, not <laughs> her. but actually though, like, Tiny look how, dogs. look how those look like, those look like amazing candies. They, they look great. They, they look very, look very like much costume. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yum, yum, yum. Yeah.
1: They should make them look more like Gordon Ramsay's face there and uh, <laughs> then we wouldn't want to fucking eat them up. Yeah, that's like, right. Candies. Uh,
3: cool guys. Well, this is really fun. I I'm feeling, uh, I'm feeling much more flourishing than I was before we started. So this was, this was great.
1: Flourishing all over the place. And,
3: uh, and speaking of flourishing, uh, folks, the podcast is just having a ball and, uh, we're so glad that you're on this journey with us. Um, and if you want to keep listening to the podcast, you can do that wherever you find podcasts, uh, the CBC listen app, Spotify, Apple podcast, and uh, if any of those apps have a place to uh, click a follow button or a like button or leave a rating and review, we'd super, super much appreciate it. And again, like I said earlier, we are on YouTube now and we're having so much fucking fun with it. Um, head over to YouTube, even if you're not not a big YouTube user, just go there and check it out. Like, you know, it to, to have the visual aspect of it, it really is another element. It's very, we're having a lot of fun. And there's been a lot of uh, a lot of fun engagement in the comment sections over there, um, Sadie. I see you. I see you talking shit. I, I
0: fucking see your comments <laughs> talking shit. And and uh, and we're going to be releasing some other cool videos on the channel too in the in the in the upcoming weeks. So That's you right. can yeah. head over there, subscribe, and then you'll see when those get released.
1: Yeah, and uh, and just to add to that, like they we. In addition to these videos, the this the what Brian just mentioned, like some some really like video dedicated stuff. So something that is like very a very different approach to um, the uh, the like the podcast format that we're doing. But some like really um, some really cool videos that um, that we're all working really hard on uh, on bringing mm-hmm. to life. And um, and yeah, we can't wait to to share that stuff with you. Um, if you have a if you have anything that you'd like to say to us. Um, If you'd like to confront us, then you can do that. And you can do that by going uh, to uh, or sending a letter to letters at sickboypodcast.com. And that can be anything from from fan mail to uh, hate mail to a correction of something stupid we said or praise for something incredible that we said. Or
3: just, you know, I I will also say keep Mm -hmm. your manifestos to yourself. We'll just leave it at that.
1: (laughs) Do we have to cut that? No, that is in reference to a very funny email that we got. No, 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 no,
3: no. I'm not gonna tell you. I'm not gonna say. I'm not
1: gonna say. I'm not gonna say what it what it was. I'm not gonna say what it was. I'm just gonna say we got a really fun email. Very manifesto esque. Manifestos to a minimum. not Don't
3: go down that road. All right. Anyway, move on. If you want to hit us up, where can we go to?
1: If you want to be a guest on the show, you can do that by going to sickboypodcast.com slash guest slash manifesto, and, uh, and maybe we'll have you on the show.
3: We're going to get murdered in our sleep. Uh, Lo, <laughs> they, speaking uh, of learn. letters, uh, uh, someone sent us a really nice DM, did they not?
2: They did. And these are the kinds of uh, messages and DMs that you know are kind of, that's why we, it's why we do the, what we do. Uh so we got a really uh, sweet DM. <laughs> what? We got a sweet DM uh oh. on Instagram uh that I'd like to share that we'd like to share. It said uh the, the podcast with Mohit was pretty dope. I was also born with biliary atresia and had a liver and kidney transplant last year. Really cool to relate to someone. Thanks for sharing. And then we responded and, and like, you know, said thanks and um uh we're glad that they were feeling better and they responded, I'm doing so great. Uh, thank you. I never knew life could feel this good. And that just, you know, it warms the heart.
0: Mm-hmm. So if you have something
2: heartwarming yeah. to share, <clears throat> please do. Fire
0: yeah. that shit off for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know what warms my heart, you guys?
1: greater symbol, manifesto. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man not, now I'm going to have to do so much cutting at the end here uh, uh, you know what guys uh, thanks so much to the people who make this podcast happen thank you so much number one to the uh, amazing Lauren Sankey to Taylor McGilvery, to Jeremy Saunders uh, I absolutely love and look forward to doing this with you guys and uh, you guys um, help me flourish so thank Ooh. you for that uh, thank you to Jeff Lonis for his uh, amazing guidance. Thank you to Donovan the Meerkat, C. Pat Morgan for the sound design. Thank you to Rich O'Coin for the theme music and to Take Part for the theme music as well. And uh, and that's all I got. Well, folks, <clears throat> that is it for this week.
1: I'm Brian. I'm Taylor.
2: I'm Lauren.
3: And I'm Jeremy. And this is Sick Boy.